Hey, I've got a rabbit story. I got to run by you before I put it in there. Okay. Just to get your approval. Sure. Hop along, Cassidy. Does it work? No. You don't even, you're not even giving me a chance to explain it. <laughs> Go ahead. You just said no? Yeah, I did. Well, Ben Cassidy, we all know Hoppy's real name, of course. Um, mm-hmm. He uh, he broke his leg and was nursing and getting better. And all of a sudden he got him out of bed too quick. And Gabby Hayes said to him, uh, you, you, you can't work today on the ranch because you, you should be in bed. And, he, and hop, hop, uh, Bill said, well, I can just hop along. Is it? Wow. And, of course, Gabby, yes, Gabby, of course, said hop along like a rabbit. And before you know it, we got a rabbit story. Okay. You know what? Hey, I spoke you know too what? quickly. I think I spoke too quickly. But you know what? It's what? probably going two takes. Wow. So once you said no, I should have done nothing else. I'm sorry. We, we talk, well, we got a show to do. We can talk about where it goes. <laughs> Some other day. <laughs> Hop along, Cassidy. Yeah, good old big bad Bill. The franchise called him Will, but friends could call him John. Will, you know. We got a show to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bring it on. Bring it on. Right. Okay. Give me a second here. Oh, my gosh. You're here. Finally. It's the bro show. And this is the place to come to hear two actual brothers talk to each other about important stuff. And we have four important stuffs to talk about. My name's Jerry. My name's John. We are bros. Yeah. Mm. So if you haven't left yet. Official size and weight. If you haven't left yet. Yeah, we do this show every week. This week we're doing two. And next week we're doing two live. So this is a very exciting time oh. when, when two senior citizens try to do the impossible. Yeah. And I'm not talking about chewing gum and walking. I'm talking about <laughs> four shows in two weeks. We can do it, though, John, right? We can do it. Just don't talk about it. Just mention it makes me tired. So just we can do it. Okay. Hey, uh, what, oh. what, uh, what, t-shirt, what T-shirt are you wearing? Well... I'm wearing the Bro Show live shirt, so I guess I am talking about it. Sorry. I'm wearing Golly. the one from back on April 21, 2017. Uh, address, 742 North Clark Street, Chicago, Clark Street Ale House, with the Chapman stick and the fist bump. Oh. I'm not going to turn Ooh. it over and read the rest of it. We don't have time, okay? No, we don't. You Turn it over. You're not wearing it, are you? I am not. <laughs> I never wear you gotta, it. You, I never you gotta, you, you got, I you never go with the shirt. You're going to go with that thing where you can't read upside down? Yeah, that's exactly the truth. Oh, the truth. When he says truth, you know there's going to be a problem soon. Okay. Fine. All right. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, well, this is season 14. This is episode 14. You know. And I guess we better start talking about what we're going to talk about. But first, we have a few things to talk about. Yes, we sure do. What shirt are you wearing, by the way? Thanks for asking. I'm wearing my brother's doing fine fist bump T-shirt. This oh, this was, has a different backstory. This has a really cool backstory. People, oh, uh, yeah. I, I wasn't doing real well with my cancer, and people kept asking you, how's your brother doing? And incidentally, 
there were people who kept asking me how you were doing. So we decided to make a, a, a T-shirt that told everybody how our brother was doing. That's it. It worked. Came too, in real it? handy. Came in real handy. Yeah. How's your brother doing? Point to the T-shirt. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I recommend it to everybody. So that's the T-shirt Ooh. situation. We have a sponsor, don't we? We sure do. Our sponsor is the Animal Legal Defense Fund. Uh, they're a nine, uh, 501c3 organization. Their mission is to protect the lives and advance the interest of animals through the legal system. That means making sure that uh, that they are you know, taking care of high-impact lawsuits, protecting these animals, supporting tough animal legislation, and uh, doing a lot of good stuff. And in addition to that, they've got swag. Boy, do they ever. Do they ever. We've got links in the show notes where you can go and check out their swag. Uh, they're, an, uh, as you said, a nonprofit organization. And it just so happens our swag, our T-shirts and mugs, all the proceeds for those also go to the Animal Legal Defense Fund. That's one of the cool things about Bonfire. They do that kind of thing. So pretty good customer service, too. You experienced it this week, didn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say too much about the USPS. No. I can give them high marks, but I think no. the, the, the customer service of Bonfire is good. I think it is, too. I think we did well. Wow, do we have a rabbit story? Yeah, this is a probably the one of the more popular uh, movies uh, that centers around a rabbit. Uh, and the name of the movie is Harvey. And it's an interesting story. We'll talk a little bit about the story, then give a little uh, some of the, the factoids and maybe kind of get a little deep in terms of uh, some of the, the, the bigger themes as it relates to it. But what is the story? It's a story about a fellow named Elwood Dowd. And Elwood is a bachelor, and he does drink a lot, and he has this vision. He sees this rabbit, and it's a, and this rabbit is uh, named Harvey. And so it becomes his best friend and constant companion. And in the movie, we learn that this rabbit is a puka. And what this puka, I don't quite, it's a, a Celtic whatever. Maybe you can explain what a puka is. A puka is a mythological beast. It is uh, a, a mischievous spirit with powers of over time and space. And pukas largely appear to human beings as a very large rabbit. Now, as far as I know, the rabbit does not have to be white. Uh, I, uh, I saw no, no restrictions on the color of the rabbit. But they are mischievous, and they like, uh, what is it they, he said, something crackpots and something else. Anyway, they like mm -hmm. to hang around people who like to drink, and they themselves like to yeah. drink quite a bit. That's true. So, so that is the whole deal with them. And throughout the movie, there are little things that happen that indicate to you the mischievous and uh, supernatural nature of a puka. Right. They talk about time travel a little bit. Yes. Yes, they can suspend time and, time and yes. space. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, the, the, the story goes that uh, Elwood lives with his sister, and his sister is fully aware that, uh, that Elwood is, has this imaginary rabbit. In fact, sometimes she feels that even she might be connected with it, but she feels very embarrassed being around Elwood, particularly when she has her social gatherings. And she finally just puts her foot down and says, 
Elwood, not to him, but he thinks he needs to be committed uh, to an institution. So, yes. uh, you know, and this is after trying to ma- convince him to get a job. He doesn't want to do it, this and that, whatever. So, but Elwood has got a very uh, pleasant nature to him. He likes to be happy, make people happy. He sees individuals. He will either invite them to dinner or invite them to go out and have a drink. So in the process of trying to commit him to the sanitarium, unfortunately, the sister starts talking about the uh, about the rabbit. And before, she gets committed rather than Elwood. So <laughs> yeah, back yeah. and forth a little bit. And we've got ourselves a director of the of the uh, the institution, the rest home or whatever you want to call it. And uh, and he ends yeah. up experiencing things with with Harvey. So the good news is it all ends well. When uh, when Elwood is not committed, and you'll also see throughout it that Elwood, not only is he kind and happy, but he seems to find ways of of making people work and live together. And he actually becomes a matchmaker and is responsible yeah. for two budding romances. So that's yes, the story. he is. Uh, movie was made. It's based on a play, 1944, which had a long run on Broadway, over 1,700 performances. And when it closed in 1949, they were able to then at that point uh, work on getting a getting a movie made of it. And I think the the, the key players are uh, Elwood Dow is played in the movie by Jimmy Stewart. He also had a little stint where he worked. uh, He did it on Broadway, too. So he had a chance to be both in the play and also in in the movie. Some of the roles, though, were reprised from the play into the movie, and they include Josephine Hull as his sister, who garners uh, an Academy Award based upon her performance in this movie. Jimmy Stewart gets a uh, a nomination for Best Actor playing Elwood. so that's, you know, the, the movie was made by Universal International. Another notable actor is, of course, is, is, is uh, Dr. Chumley, who has the, the home where they, they go. And he's played by Cecil Kellaway. So they had, they had a lot of character actors in it. So there's a lot there. Uh, runs 204 minutes. Mm. It grossed two yep. million, 2.6 million, which uh, it barely uh, broke even. But, you know, it's got great, re- now, I would call good, very good reviews. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, oh. 7.6 out of 10. And uh, IMDb, the user rating was 7.9 out of 10. So it's, you know, it's it's what I would call somewhere between uh, high, very strong, very good is what it falls down to. So, but I think this movie has a theme to it, which goes far beyond, uh, you know, just all the shenanigans that take place. It's kind of almost like a screwball comedy, uh, it, it running around yeah, this and that, whatever. It is. And I think the, 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 the themes that we see are, is we, we finally realize that not everybody is the same. And what we call normal is, you know, can, can be stretched a little bit. And that's, we were willing yeah. to accept Elwood. And that acceptance has a, has a modern theme as we take a look at it today. Uh, and maybe yeah, talk, it does. talk a little bit how that works, uh, the metaphor here. Yeah, I, th- I think it does. I think it does as a, as a duly uh, noted representative of the people who are considered different <clears throat> this is something mm-hmm. that's haunted me my entire life. Yeah, uh, anyways, mean. yeah, I'm not going to complain about it though. It's fine. Nope, it's uh, no, nope, not going to complain. Uh, anyway, he he is different. You're right. He's absolutely different. And you know, he he made a decision early in his life uh, that he could either be smart or he could be pleasant. That's what his mother told him. <laughs> you could, and he decided early on 
pleasant was so much better than smart. Yeah. Because he tried to be smart. He was, he's a lawyer. He was actually a lawyer. He had wow. a lot of promise. Yeah, he had a lot of promise. And, this is uh, no dummy. No. And, but he just decided to flick the switch and turn that off. And I don't know if he did that because of Harvey or if he did that. And then Harvey said, ah, here's a guy I could hang with. Yeah. I tend to think That's it's the sure. latter. What do you think, John? Yeah, I, I, I would have to agree with you. Uh, they, they were just they were buds, uh, buddies made for each other. Uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, some and, of these uh, lines he delivers and, he, you know, he repeats them throughout the thing. You know, right. we're having we're having a little gathering over at my house for dinner. Nothing formal. Won't and you here's come? my card. Yes. And guy. did I give you one of my? Here's my card. Elwood P. Dowd. Don't call that number. It, it's not working anymore. Call <laughs> this one. And he says it every time. And yeah. he's always pleasant when someone is distressed and and, you know, they can't seem to get over it. He tries to help them, including committing himself to a sanatorium you know if, if that makes his that's his sister uh, uh happy he'll do it and the best line i thought of the whole thing was his sister had gone through all this terrible stuff to get him committed you know and finally in the end she calls it off and uh somebody says i think you better take your sister home and he says i think i'd better too she's had a very busy day <laughs> And earlier, earlier, when someone tells him she tried to have him committed, he said, she did all that in one day. <laughs> he was he was really impressed. He was impressed with how industrious she was. He ignored the fact that she was trying to have him committed. <laughs> well, and, you know, we won't spoil the movie totally, only mostly. The the last scene of the movie is by far the best, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good. So. Yeah. So yeah, all right. If you if you like a, a you know a warm, gentle, whimsical, uh, charming, fanciful forest tale, Harvey is a good movie to see. So it is. Okay, let's hit it. What's the word? Hey, we got a word, and our word is uh, how do you pronounce it? Senior. Seniorage. Uh, seniorage. Sorry about that. Okay. So, and what that is, that represents the difference between the cost of a coin and the value of it. You know, when it comes to government, quite often we forget that each of these departments are of uh, units of the government are set up to, to make, you know, either make money or don't, and they got to account for it. And the U.S. Mint has to do that too, which means that it, you know, the cost of making a coin is collected and then they get the revenue, which is basically, you know, handing it off to the fed reserve and getting paid for you know the exact value of of the coin and so that's that's what it's all about um and so this is the right uh the example provided here seniorage uh is a when a government has to charge for coins and it's the charge uh, that's made for the coinage so that's what it's all about and it does fit very well into our two takes so that's, john that's a weird word i can't just skip over it it's it, yeah. Whoever spelled this uh, was trying to use every vowel in the language. Well, sovereign is part of the uh, is kind ah. of the, they, what they do to they put sovereign in it, and then they got to put a senior seniorage or senior. They kind of mush it together a little bit, not exactly like two ends together, wow. but kind of mix wow. it up and stir it up a little bit. And before you know it, you got this. You're right. This word is it's a little bizarre, but I think the 
that the sovereign is 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 what makes it sort of government a country um right you know that's that's where it, where it fits in okay yeah all right thank you and i the other th- yeah so we will be talking about that as it relates to our two takes so let's do it so listen hey by the way do you have any pennies uh, right now or do you have any in your pocket no or no your i don't have any i don't have any cash on me you at don't? all john no, I'm, I'm cashless. I, I've actually got three pennies right here in the in my unit in the, where I live, and uh, I probably yeah. a lot more if I go looking around in my pockets, this and that, whatever. So, but what what we find is that there are a lot of people that have that you know just don't circulate pennies, and this is really what our story is. It's what was called the penny debate. Is a penny worth it? And actually. One of the words you used is that's kind of interesting. What we're interested in, in advocating here is getting rid of the penny, and therefore making yeah. everybody penniless. Well, maybe not, because you see, penniless oh. means destitute. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so you know what we do? Okay. We don't want to make people penniless. What we want to do is make them Nicholas. Oh, I doesn't quite. That's work that's either. Christmas. That's Christmas Saint <laughs> Nicholas. Well, I just thought I'd I'm paying attention, John. I'm paying attention oh, here. Oh, you are. That's and I and that that's a mistake, by the way. Yeah, I shouldn't do that. Okay. Right. So, what do we have here with this? The fact is that the U.S. government, uh, you know, has has had this one cent coin called the penny, and they and there's a lot of people. There's a debate as to whether that ought to be eliminated, and the reason it is is because the sovereignage, as it relates to it is that it is negative sovereignage, which means that it costs a lot more than, it, than the revenue that is generated from it. In fact, uh, the, it, the cost to make a penny is 2.72 cents. So, Ooh. But, there's a, but there's another problem here as it relates. So it's not only too costly, but people are not using pennies. So they make all these pennies every year, but it's, it's replacing so many pennies because these pennies are being stored. They're in piggy banks. Or they fall on the street. Uh, you know, they're they're you know, they're basically thrown away. Yeah, I mean, how many times have you gone by and you see a penny on the on the sidewalk? You say, oh, that, that's wow. unsanitary to pick that up. I can't do that. But you know what? It's it's part of the problem that people are not allowing yeah, these things to circulate. So as a result, what we have is we we've got the, this to you know to do this now. You know, the, this the legislation, the Congress has got a lot of. It's got a lot of bigger fish to fry than pennies, and it seems like it's kind of left this on the back burner. Uh, and yeah. so, and, the, and really, they have other stuff to do, like persecuting people like Elwood P. Dowd. That's what they yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> that's all they do. Wow. Yeah. So and, sorry. And so sorry. Result, I lost it. I lost it. What kind no, of you didn't. Here? You're just being your normal self. It's, there's no problem with that. Uh, okay. And so, as a result. It, it's been sitting there, you know, as, as an idea, but it's really not got the full force of, of being activated and voted upon. But, you know, there are a lot of good arguments for getting rid of it. We've already talked about the fact that it, we've, we've mentioned the, the difference in terms of, of uh, value versus uh, how the revenue. But when you take a look at it, it's about 58 million bucks. And actually, you got to be careful because people could, if it was legal, melt down pennies and make money out of it but we know that would be against the law uh, mm. but what, what what we have here is that we've got the mint capacity there are more pennies made than there are any of all all the other coins uh combined so all those nickels dimes quarters half dollars and silver dollars or whatever 
So that that's pretty amazing. And that just shows yeah. that really it would be best for us probably to take a look at, uh, at, at you know, you know, eliminating the penny. And it's actually when you think about it, it's not that difficult. In fact, we've have we have a, uh, a contributor, a good friend of yours that's in Australia. I've been to Australia. And they've done a, a good job of eliminating uh, the, their one cent piece uh, and moving up to just the, the nickel by just rounding up and rounding down. So when they something do. comes out to be two ninety six, you round it up to you round you round it to two ninety five. You round down, but if it's two ninety seven, you round it up to three bucks. So that kind of works. Yeah. Uh, and actually, in the United States back in eighteen fifty seven, believe it or not, we had a coin that was less than a penny. It was called a half penny. Whoa. Half penny, yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Oh, those were the good old days, huh? So, yeah, I remember that. I remember. Uh... <laughs> but the other thing is, pennies are made of copper, but they've also got zinc in them. So uh, some yeah, people say we should eliminate it because if you ate too many pennies, it would be harmful to your health. Well, I think it's it'd be harmful wow. to your digestive tract too. Yeah, so I think but, yeah, I think I'm laying off. I'm not I'm not you're laying off pennies, huh? that's it i've had it but you know the problem here is we got a historical perspective to look at and what's on a penny we've got the lincoln penny that came you know in existence in 1909 and some people say hey look we can't we can't slam the president one of our most popular presidents by getting rid of getting rid of the penny but i think that's what i call weak tea bad bad reason in order to get rid of it so and we've also got psychological pricing 299 you know what? What yeah. does two ninety nine become? Yeah. Sarah, Sarah said it was no big deal. She said yeah. that everybody adjusted to it in Australia. She lived through it, so, and she said it's no big deal. And if you're not paying cash, it, it's all the same as it always was. Yeah. Yeah. This only it's, pertains to people who are paying cash. Right. Credit cards and checks, not a problem. You got it. My feeling is, if these other countries, such as Canada, Australia, etc., if they've been able to do it, we should be able to do it too. So that's my good word on it. So your good your good word is we can do it. We have the full capability of doing it. Uh, we just gotta get 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 our act together and move on it, and make it happen. Yeah, well, yeah. Buy all the penny loafers you can now because it may go away. Have you thought of that? No, probably not. Oh, penny loafers. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Very good. No, you're not. No, you're not. Okay, you know, I think we're. Yeah, are we ready for a couple groaners? Yeah, why don't we have a couple groaners? Our groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr. And he has delivered as usual. Here's the first one. Why did the bartender, what did the bartender say when the tennis ball came in and sat at the bar? What did the bartender say to the tennis ball that came in and sat down at the bar? Oh man, I'm trying to think. It's got to be some one of that forty ten, love or, or or something like that. It's, Go ahead. Have you been served? Oh, pretty bad. Yeah, I've had people ask me that, but it was legal. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, you couldn't hide behind a tennis ball, could you? No, <laughs> hardly. <laughs> okay, here's the second one. Why does an air mattress? cost more than a foam pad mattress why does an air mattress cost more than a foam pad mattress you've, you've completely 
one you completely word. St- you completely okay one word you completely stumped me are you happy okay Jeez. i don't like to do this i know i know you like me to get yeah, at least yeah, one yeah, of them hold on yeah but, i know this one is but it's it's inflation why does it cost wow. more than a wow pad? Infla- inflation inflation oh so, man that's a good one though that's actually a yeah, high quality probably, groaner yeah it's high quality a lot better than the old tennis ball what the heck oh, well, yeah it's a little bit okay great you did try okay you're a good fellow all right okay sounds good out of here